0: welcome to season three of back to business today we sit down with co-owner of nala's kitchen vanessa Senna, and she tells us about the transition of the business during the pandemic and also some partnerships and exciting opportunities that have just opened up for her in the company i'm excited to learn more so stick around and listen So thank you for joining me today. you. So I you. want to learn a little bit more about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can tell me about your journey coming here and then joining the, the company.
1: Sure. Um, probably should start off saying that um, myself and Co-owner, executive chef Becca Twine. We've known each other since we were 19. Wow. We're both from LA County in Southern California. Um, we met working at a recording studio. So we both have our audio engineering degrees. So when you're checking mics, that's just very you know normal to me. Sure, let's check mics. That's fine. Um, Uh, We both got our culinary degrees afterwards. Um, She went off and opened up the Wynn Casino in Las Vegas. I went and started a startup uh, for a private uh, event company, Uh, started my own private event company. So um, we didn't really actually work together until a year ago when uh, she had been up here and started not less uh about four and a half years ago now and asked if i would help run the operation side run the business side while she ran the kitchen she is uh in the least a badass chef she's amazing um but all the time and dedication she gets into into the kitchen aspect it's really tough to dedicate the same amount of time and of course. effort to do the business plus she has two daughters so uh she knew that one she could trust me i mean we've known each other forever and two i i know what i'm doing i know and uh so she asked if i would come and partner with her and um you know it was a little tough when you think about it leaving my family and Definitely. leaving what I know the weather and my friends and everything to start um, not start but to be involved in this startup that um, I'm not you know I don't really know food business I just know business Right. Um, but I knew what I was capable of and I was confident so I said uh, yeah let's do this let's do this cuz I know that I am I call her I call myself her flavor slave I'm like her number one hype man I'm like I can do this cuz you're you're amazing and I know that what I can do will definitely um, make a difference so uh, yeah I came up here I've been up here for a year and a month okay and uh, yeah
0: (laughs) I think it's important for any business to have that that voice Um, and like you were saying before not everybody can do everything on their own so it is important to always have not necessarily somebody that's kind of there holding your hand but also be there as a support yeah there's just right that balance has to be there and sometimes because you know i've been through it myself trying to do everything and right everybody you, you to, can't it, you, you honestly
1: can't. can't um and that's what she was finding she right. was finding that um she only has enough time and enough There's only enough time in the day to be really good at, you know, a a handful of things you can't expect to do. Be great at everything. You might be able to do a little bit here and there, but you're going to lack. It's going to lack, you know, it's not going to, you're not going to be able to give it the full attention that you would if that was your job. For me coming in and working on the marketing and the promoting and the networking and the, you know, every, all the sales, you know, all that kind of stuff has really helped her, now elevate her food and um you know doing things um like the the chef competition that we had a month ago being able to do that where before she never would have had the time so um being able to dedicate herself in the kitchen to charities to events and then just uh, to making great food has totally it just elevated the company in general not just her in the kitchen it's people are really recognizing the fact that they can get like amazing meals from an executive chef and it's like making sense to people it's clicking that like oh this is better than just your blue apron type right. of bs you know you're getting some really good stuff here yeah
0: so just to jump back to the cooking competition yeah can i know more about that How sure that, absolutely that <laughs> that <kind> of- <laughs> this is
1: actually you're gonna think this is hilarious so um we were on another podcast okay. but um it was um what 1056 podcast they're a beer podcast okay what does that have to do with that? It's not much, except for the fact that we were like, uh, Chef Becca goes, I'm going to create um, a beer-centric menu okay. this week. Right. And I'm going to make it so we can elevate... Um, beer food bar food you know brewery f- right. food where i'm gonna introduce um some elements of these beers into um salad dressings i'm gonna poach salmon and beer um you know and uh i'll do what i don't know can't even remember everything she had she had a beer cheese mac and cheese type deal it was amazing okay. you would have loved it <laughs> um we, pre- we you know presented it to the guys we actually sold it on the site and during the middle of the podcast where they're eating and they're like you guys should do like a chef competition where you go to these breweries and it's like you and another chef and it's like a chop thing right. and it was just totally just talking out of our ass type deal less making conversation for <laughs> podcast sake right. and um chef becca ran with it she <laughs> went and found a brewery uh, bitter half brewery in bristol okay um they have a big open kitchen So, she got Xavier Santiago, who's the executive chef for Carbone Prime, and um, Carlos Perez, who's the executive chef at the corner in Litchfield. Amazing chef. Both of them amazing chefs. Um, And they chose to do this competition in the name of uh, american foundation of suicide prevention okay so uh ticket sales portion of the ticket sales went to the afsp we had a live auction where i went to afsp um we i mean you can imagine we had the the competition we had uh the judges the podcast guys were there again we had djs we had um dj ten floors his name and he was amazing uh darren rivera um who's a stand-up comedian he hosted it but every everyone donated their time their you know their product their service to this event all Norwegian in the name event, right. right um we had influencers so we ended up having as much of a packed house as one can in okay. COVID times right um I we even sponsored some like Bellator and MMA fighters and they came to um we had some other chefs from other restaurants around I think Zach Schuman came Tom Caldy came so like we had a really good turnout um and a lot of people it created a lot of buzz and a lot of people um were excited about it and our we had some other chefs reach out to us since then saying i want to be part of the next one right we had other people uh email me saying i want to volunteer and help you guys with the next one obviously the dj uh, dj and darren rivera like i want to host i want to dj the next of one course. um we got a call from Uh, uh, excuse me, a reporter from The Chronicle. Um, And actually today we had our interview with her regarding the event and regarding um, uh, like chef collaboration for... You know, charities and for events and things like that. Um, so, we're going to be in the Chronicle and Ravings and Cravings, like a featured article now, I think, in January, which is going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, a lot of good things have happened from this, and you'll be part of the next one. So, don't worry. Oh, we're going to get I'll, as many I'm people there. as possible <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah. Have you seen the uh, conversion from the event to more people? kind of checking you guys out utilizing your service or how's that a hundred
1: percent yeah a hundred percent um i guess i'll let everybody know we because of the event and the ideas that we've had um from the initial podcast uh we are now members of the brewers guild as well so uh what we're doing is we are creating another food source for these breweries um so they don't have to rely on food trucks in the winter so during the winter time going to be really tough i mean food trucks are already canceling with the weather um and now with covid regulations um you know these uh breweries have to supply food um we've heard that we have breweries that are running and getting sandwiches so they can have sandwiches because i guess now they're not able to just have chips and nuts things like that they actually have meals um so now we are um going to be providing another food source for not for these breweries not only to be able to serve to their patrons so they can serve their beer but also also to make money on the back end so they'll be able to so the food trucks these breweries are not making any money um Now with us, they'll be able to buy it wholesale and and resell them, and they're going to actually now have another revenue stream to themselves too. So uh, we're part of the guild. We're actually backed by uh, Phil Pappas, who is the director of the guild, and we're going to go full force and hopefully make something of this elevated bar food that uh, Chef Beck has created.
0: That sounds fantastic. It seems like it can be a whole lane in itself.
1: Oh, it totally that's exactly what it is because right. we don't expect to sell this we wanted this to be primarily for the breweries
2: um,
1: we want it to be something similar to going to a pub going to uh, a brewery but not having your normal pizza and fries and crap poutine type stuff right. we want it to be something that fits our brand um you know becca has a five spice Um, braised beef pot roast that is like typical of what you would normally have for like a pub food like a guinness steak you know whatever but this is like it's elevated and it's all just with vegetables and the meat and it's totally healthy like you don't have to feel guilty you know what i mean but it's still delicious that's an example of something that we'd be serving
0: and then to kind of go along with the changes that are come have come in uh, part of your your business. I know that you've shifted. You were telling me before you had mm-hmm. shifted your business model. Would you be able to expand a little bit more on that?
1: hundred percent. Yeah. Um, when I got here, we were in a storefront in um, in West Hartford. Uh, we had front of the house people that were dependable to get there, but once they got into the store, were they actually doing anything? You know, um, sales from the storefront were not significant enough to for us to remain in a storefront the money we were paying for the storefront i felt could have been allocated and used you know more wisely right. so um what we did and it, was, it took us a couple months to figure this out once i got there um but we decided to um get out of a storefront to uh invest that money into a new website the website we were running was more basic than basic okay um it was literally you get on there it was no no pictures it was just this is what we're serving monday tuesday wednesday this is and that was it like there was no no <laughs> pictures no click nothing you wanted yeah. to order you order that was it um and you know becca was doing it herself and she's not a web developer she's a chef okay. so um you know if you go on our website now it's Totally updated. It's it's, I would consider our website a badass website.
0: Oh yeah, I would agree. agree. (laughs) So
1: so, uh, you know, taking out the you know x amount of dollars we were spending on a storefront and front of the house, um, you know, because we obviously don't need them now. um, And also, we were open seven days a week when we don't really have to be. We're meal prep. We don't have to be open seven days a week. Now we go in and prep two days a week. We cook two days a week. That's it and we're we go in and when we're done we leave we don't have to worry about service we don't have to worry about front of the house we don't have to worry about a storefront and being there during operation hours we deliver when you know we have our delivery days and times right. but everything's done up front if we mess up like if we don't have enough chicken for an order we just go to the store and buy more chicken and come back and cook it like we don't have like a customer never even knows that because as long as they get it on time that's all that matters matters. so there's just a lot of stress that we alleviated and uh, money as well and uh, we kept to the meal prep model I don't I don't want to go back to having a storefront or restaurant it's not what we do in fact you know, I do have my pastry degree, Right. and the last the last thing I want to do is to ever have to work service again. It's the absolute worst thing for me. So much stress.
0: So, f- in terms of the margins, with you not having the overhead of the space, mm-hmm. uh, are you also buying in bulk as well? Are you noticing that that's also financially been a better move for you as well?
1: As we grow, we're able to buy in bigger bulk, okay. and then of course it does save money. And that was another factor. Um, you know, we weren't hitting the numbers that we are now okay so yeah we couldn't buy things in bulk the other thing we should mention is that we buy everything fresh okay it's really tough to kind of buy in big huge bulk right um but we're able to do that so now we're we get food delivered and so we're it's just a lot more convenient the hours that chef becca is saving by not having to do the shopping herself that's you know probably a thousand bucks yeah. you know here you know so yeah i mean hours right. of, of her time per right. month she's not having to go out there just also not having to wake up at 6 a.m to go shopping like and you know carrying everything herself in her truck you know because that's what she was doing right and th- that's just a big burden and that's something that she doesn't have to worry about hopefully ever again
0: so was there any challenges when you first rolled out the model did you have certain customers that were Uh, Kind of, they were comfortable with the traditional model that you were seeing you would have to either convince or was there any sort of losses there when you first kind of rolled it out?
1: Uh, Yes. (laughs) I don't know if this is going to sound bad or not. Um, When we decided to change the model and put money into the website, we also decided to raise our prices and to charge delivery. When I got here, um, meals were $10 and free delivery and becca was doing the deliveries herself. Um, we decided to add a delivery fee and that would go all delivery fees actually go to a delivery service now. So we don't have we don't do the deliveries. So it that was just a wash. That was nothing. But for the consumer, of course, that's going to make a difference. Right. And then we raised our raised our prices. So from $10 it went to uh 14 13.50 and now 14.50. Um and we did get some customers that were upset about it Uh, but i at the time and i still think this actually i told becca these customers were okay with you operating at a loss so they can get their salmon dinners for ten dollars that's ridiculous to be honest with you customers who are willing for to have you take a loss for their convenience is not a customer you want not the ones you want they're not the ones you want so people who are willing to support the mission that understand that they're getting like restaurant quality food delivered to them. Um, you know, and this is, we have a flat delivery fee. If you go to DoorDash or Grubhub, you're paying a percentage of what you order Right, there's with us. You don't do that. So you cut that. So you're actually, and you're getting restaurant quality and okay. Yeah, I guess you order from a restaurant from DoorDash or whatever, but, uh, you know, we pay fourteen fifty for salmon or steak dinner. It's I mean, if you go to a restaurant right now and you order a salmon dinner, are you going to pay fourteen fifty? Not at all. Yeah, thank Not you. Quality.
0: That's exactly. Okay.
1: That, exactly. And we get everything fresh. Right. Like we literally get <laughs> fresh salmon shipped to us and and we get the sides of salmon and chef becca is you know portioning them out every morning so yeah that's quality so yeah
0: and in terms of um i know you went through the day-to-day operation is there um just you in terms of the staff or is there other chefs that come in assist you know kind of on those day that days that you cook and then everything else is kind of uh
1: chef becca's in the kitchen uh not i'm not in the kitchen every day i work from home most of the time, but it's meetings and it's, uh, you know, working remotely. Um, Chef Becca is in the kitchen and she's there every day that we're in the kitchen. So we're there four days a week. I think I told you that earlier. Uh, She's there those all four days. Uh, She does have staff. So she has cooks and dishwashers and all of that kind of stuff, uh, which is also a big help too, because when I got here, I had to help with the cooking as well. And that's, it really kind of, hindered me from doing what i do best so now we're at a place where becca can do her thing and i can do my thing and we're finding it to be very um rewarding right yeah
0: what does the future of the restaurant business what do you think that's gonna look like
1: i think it's gonna be bad before it gets good um I'm actually pretty scared for my fellow restaurateurs and chefs and cooks. That, um, I mean, as it is right now, the places that I were work, I was working at a couple of the places. Actually, three, the, all three restaurants I was working at in California are all done. Mm. And I worked for actually big name chefs. I worked for Jose Andres. Okay. I worked for Dominique Anzel who are big names, and they're done and it's scary it's super scary thinking that i wouldn't have a job or wouldn't even be no one's even looking for someone no one's even looking for a cook right now except for us hey um but um no i'm 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 super scared and um i think i told you i was meeting with um uh maria campos harlow who's the ceo of united way wallingford and we were talking about this exactly and i told her you know i know i know even though we're not as big as i would like to be one day we have a platform we have a way to kind of um you know bring awareness and to help um so uh we are talking about starting a campaign where we collaborate with uh local restaurants in wallingford our our kitchen now is in wallingford um collaborate with them create a menu where they're doing kind of like their most popular dishes but chef becca will collaborate and do her take on those dishes like a healthier version um we're able to sell them online we sell them on our platform and then uh Portions of the sales will actually go to that restaurant's um, employee fund. That's great. So they'll. N- we don't know what's going to happen in the future, right. although I don't think it's, like I said, it's probably going to be bad before it gets good. Um, and any way that, you know, we can at least say, hey, listen, we got you. You know, we're going to sell your stuff for two weeks. Whatever we make, portion of that's going to go to your employees. Um, so that's one campaign that we're working on and hopefully starts taking off, <laughs> I mean, we need. We really seriously need to start it yesterday. So right. yeah,
0: it seems like you guys have adapted into more than just culinary. It seems more like you guys are sort of a tech operation, just in the w- the efficiency of it mm-hmm. and the just the fact that you can kind of get the work done and then. The rest is kind of out of your hands at that point. I I just, I really think that efficiency is is genius, especially kind of navigating and migrating from what it was to what it is now. Yeah. Definitely.
1: I think um, we had to look at, I pride myself on kind of, it sounds dumb to say I try to be innovative because honestly, Chef Becca is the innovative one. Like she's in the kitchen. Um, But when it comes to business, I also try to follow trends and try to, you know, you know think of things that could possibly be happening and then think of like okay if the scenario a happens what am i going to do if scenario b happens what am i going to do and uh i think looking at what's about to happen thinking of a way to be able to help as much as we can um you know it it just made sense to us to us to say hey we have the means to help because we have this website we go all over the state so the cool thing too is um you know we're helping local restaurants in wallingford but we're selling to fairfield new london middlesex hartford so these people are actually going to get their meal and their name out to other places throughout the whole state so it's like it's helping them even more so and hopefully you know and um hopefully they're gonna more people will say you know if they like the food when things are better they're gonna go to that restaurant so that's what we're hoping for
0: I think the innovation is also key to with you staying ahead of the curve. Yeah, that's, that's kind of going to be major for you guys. Um, so just to jump back, I'm trying to think what else we had discussed the other day, we thought of a really good thing: um, compass fat loss. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Is that still in the works? Or oh, that?
1: that's on. That's on underway already. Okay. Um, and that just really happened from networking, okay. um, meeting uh, Deidre Kent, uh, Um She was she is a member of Compass Fat Loss, but they're also her client, Dr. Kusher. Okay. Um, and she said that she's like, this is your whole thirty is essentially what they're promoting, which is no dairy, no grains, no alcohol, no sugar, um, like pretty much all the things that could make you cranky and bloated and right. fat and what have you, <clears throat> and um, she was like, I think you should talk to Dr. Kusher and see if there's some sort of connection that you guys can make because there's only so many tools that you can give to somebody um, before you realize that at the end of the day, it's just the lack of knowledge. Uh, You know, they might not, it's so easy to tell someone to eat healthy, but if someone has never eaten healthy before, they don't don't know know how to, they don't know what to shop for. Um, A good example of that would be my dad thought he was eating healthy he calls me one day and goes hey i'm eating healthy i went to kfc and got grilled chicken <laughs> dad <laughs> just because it's grilled chicken doesn't mean it's that you went to kfc you know how much sodium you know what's in that right. stuff you know it's just a lot it's just a kind of ignorance um but i mean that in the most respectful way I um And it's also time. Um, Our motto is, um, you know, good food for busy lives. And that's, you know, a lot of people that we service are, you know, they're working professionals, they have kids, they don't have time to go shopping. And, you know, people who are working 10, 12 hour days, what's available, it's fast food. Um, And even people that are going to this medical fat loss and a lot of older clients as well, older clients, never grew up in this health craze right so they don't really they are used to picking anything up off the shelf and it being organic it doesn't have to have a label that says organic right. um you know so now they go to the store and they buy chicken and they think it's healthy well it's got tons of antibiotics it's got all these preservatives or whatever so it's like they just they just don't know um so we're trying to create something that is easily accessible um someone told us you know you guys provide access to health um and we're running with that with the compass uh, fat loss collaboration people are able to it makes it easier for people to follow the program knowing that they what what actually we do is you can go online and we have a compass tag so you just add the filter compass and every meal that shows up you can eat you're totally fine you're within so it makes it so easy so you put compass you get all the meals and then you order what you want and you know that everything that comes there you can eat and it just makes it, it so make so super simple. Than that. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's what we're trying to create. Like right. easy. Come you know, access to health.
0: Because yeah. for somebody that like I tried a food prep. it takes time. It t- so Yeah. Like I I'm definitely somebody that wants to jump in and start using your service. Yay! Like, the fact that I can order it and it's already set and I just have to heat and eat that. I mean that's Yes,
1: that's fun. exactly what we that's what we're trying to tell people. I it's easy. I
0: hate fast food. It's convenient mm-hmm. but like you, you never feel good after eating it like it's so like it it'll be maybe once or twice a year mm-hmm. where I'll be in that desperation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sometimes I want a double cheeseburger and pies. I'm exactly. not going to lie. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Uh, even when I worked at, um, I worked for a hotel and I remember uh, going to lunch and they would make us burgers or pasta and I'd be like, why? Like, we have to go back to work after this. Right. Why would they ever think that this was smart to feed us a burger? Like, I just want to take a nap afterwards. Right. <laughs> so we're trying to avoid that. Like, either the uh, the food coma cra- age like right. just like we're anti-food coma um becca likes to to say you know we're the new meal prep is the new fast food um and it totally I is would agree. yeah
0: especially in the world everybody's home now More right aren't going now so mm-hmm. the fact that you can have the meal brought to you and it's not Mm -hmm. you know chinese food or it's not pizza it's something that you exactly a
1: hundred percent a hundred percent and you're we have menus that go all the way up to january the middle of january right now so you could literally go online and pick your food for your for you or your family for the next four or five weeks you know what's coming we really say you know if there's you know two or three nights a week most people are like i don't really want to have to cook or worry about it those are the two or three nights you order ahead of time they'll be delivered to you heat meat
0: (laughs) doesn't get any better exactly exactly was there any tips that you had for other um whether it be local businesses small businesses shops just in general any tips that you kind of guide the business on or things that Mm -hmm. you look towards uh, when kind of making decisions
1: (sighs) um trust your gut definitely trust your gut um there have been people who have tried to collaborate with us that didn't make sense you don't have to choose every opportunity that comes to you be smart about the choices and the collaborations that you make um really look to see when people are trying to collaborate with you what they bring to the table i know it sounds a little bit pompous to say but you know we had people Especially, you know, in the beginning when I first got here that were like, oh, I want to collaborate with you. But they had no social media and they have no website. So basically they want you to sell for them. There you go. Um, be aware of that. Just because another company or another business wants to work with you doesn't mean that you should go for it. Make sure that it's mutually beneficial. Be right. Yeah. And then um, don't stop being ambitious. I think uh, the more ambitious you are, the, the more the fun the more fun it is. So just keep doing it and do what makes you happy and like keep keep it keep it fresh and keep it live and keep it fun.
0: I think those are two fantastic tips especially the ambitious part because i mean sometimes just putting yourself out there you never know you were talking about the networking before you wanna, that oh, turned okay. into? oh wait hold on you want to hear this story I, of course I do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i'm looking for um a new loft i, okay. you know, I want to move and i was looking in downtown and i went to uh this place that's by a convenience store and uh i i'm touring the apartment and the lady who's giving the tour this is t- two two days ago okay um I go, hey, how well do you know the people at the convenience store? And she goes, I own the convenience store. I'm like, oh, well, uh, I'm Vanessa from Nala's Market. And would you ever consider um, having some, like, prepared meals? Like, sell them in your cooler as well. And she's like, Nala's who? And I'm like, Nala's like, um, you know, the Lion King Nala. She goes, oh, okay, well, I'll look and I'll let you know. That sounds pretty cool. She's like, there's a lot of, you know, uh, offices around here and stuff. So it would be beneficial. I'm like, okay, cool. I get home and I get an email. She goes, "I just looked at your website and I want to talk to you about having you guys um having your prepared foods in all of our convenience stores." Wow. I just this is the person I got off the phone with before I came here. She says, "We have 6 convenience stores and we're in project for, for 12 more and I, we would like you to be part of all of it." Talk about networking. That's huge. Talk about being ambitious and putting putting yourself out there. Don't be afraid. You have nothing to lose oh i mean right. seriously
0: they do <laughs> say that your your net was it was the term your net network. network is your net worth i love it it's always about yeah who you know because totally. that always is another opportunity for you to be able to to grow branch out there's mm-hmm. always opportunities out yeah here. sometimes you just have to ask just like just you put do yourself do. out there exactly. seriously put it
1: put yourself out there know your worth put yourself out there yeah just stay ambitious
0: I think that was great in terms of the business talk. So I did have some, um, let's say, fun icebreakers. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you have a favorite book?
1: Uh, Lord of the Flies. Sucks to your asthma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah
0: um have you seen the movie
1: uh i saw the old black the old, and white movie oh poor piggy <laughs> it was simon uh i actually bought a book bu- the another book i didn't finish reading it i mean i finished reading it a right. long time ago but i should probably finish finish it again yeah
0: amazingly i have that book i've had it for years It's actually <laughs> <from Yeah>. <laughs> i
1: found mine at an antique store and i'm like oh my god yeah yeah
0: so i have like one of the like Original print. It's falling apart, but it's still oh how cool left. is that I love books so. yeah um how about favorite color
1: oh this is of kind a of a dumb one because i i always thought a this was such a cliche i would say black but obviously we know that that's not gonna work but no i do a have a favorite color okay. i've never ever liked that question ever since a little a little girl i was like i don't like colors <laughs> weird <laughs> whatever
0: all right so here a let's say a uh, probably challenging but not challenging at all what is your favorite food (laughs) that's so challenging (laughs) uh
1: i will give cuisines uh i like indian food a lot uh i love mexican food i'm mexican okay um i like i like it all honestly there's i you know like i'm single people ask like if i go on a date the number one question what kind of food do you like i'm like just make reservations i like everything i'll I'll be happy with anything yeah (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, I think we had a fantastic talk. I definitely yeah. appreciate you sharing all the information. I think it's going to be beneficial for everybody, and I'm hoping that they give you a try. Because, uh, like I said, I'm definitely going to be. You better. Phone call. <laughs> can I can I plug the website? One hundred. Yay! Uh,
1: it's uh N A L A S Dash Kitchen dot com. All
0: right. So, get your orders in because I will be <laughs>
1: <laughs> good. You better.
0: Of course. Thanks for listening to another episode, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Back to Business. For more episodes, clips, and content, visit paradoxvision.com for more.